Hey, Westside family, Jake Gilbert here, one of the leaders in charge of our media department. Thanks for joining us for today's message. We hope you are blessed by what God has been speaking to us through our pastors and leaders, and we pray this leads you into an even more intimate relationship with Jesus. We love you guys, and enjoy. Matthew 28, 19. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name. Can you say identity? In the identity, in the name, in the identity of the Father, of the Son, and the Holy Spirit. So when you think of baptism, you cannot get inside a baptism and immediately think of change. Now, there's a lot of changes that is associated with baptism, but there's, there's three really quickly that we're going to look at. So the first one is identity. The second one is sin in our lives. And the third one is power. Now, these three changes is associated with the names that we're baptized by. We just got through reading that we're going to baptize in the name of the Father, in the name of the Son, and in the name of the Holy Spirit. The three changes that one should experience after baptism is associated with Father, Son, Holy Spirit. So identity is associated with being baptized in the name of the Father. Uh, sin in our lives is being baptized, is associated with being baptized in the name of the Son. And then uh, power is uh, associated with being baptized in the name of the Holy Spirit. So real quick, let's go through these. So number one, the Bible teaches us that the old has become new. When we are baptized, when we are held under, and then we come up, it represents that an old person is no longer. And what we are, what we see, what other people witness, what God has done in our lives, therefore is a new person. We become a new person through God the Father. So our old identity does not haunt us, but our new identity leads us. We become known not by Abram, but we become known by Abraham. We don't become known by Simon. We become known by Peter. We don't become known by Saul. We become known by Paul. Am I making sense this morning? So we are baptized in the name of the Father. When we are baptized in the name of the Father and we come up, we should immediately realize, embrace, and consider that there has been an identity change. We're not no longer bound by the identity that we received from our past family, but now we gain a new identity that comes from Yahweh. So that means we are not bound by a generational curse, but we are fused with a future blessing that comes from God the Father. We are not bound by what came, the sinful nature of our past, but we are blessed by purpose, by a plan, and by the blessings of God for our present and our future. Does that make sense? So the second one, oh wait, I'm not finished quite yet. We don't have to be bound by our sinful nature or what has come from our earthly family. The key here is we don't have to be. We don't have to be. So baptism represents an identity change, which therefore puts us in a position to choose something different. We can choose the blessings of God or we can choose the curse that, is a, that we might be associated with or we might struggle with that comes from our past or that comes from 
family curse from previous generations. But it's our choice. The, 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 the other one is we can choose to live in the blessings that comes from Yahweh. Example, when God called Moses, he said to tell Israel, the I am has sent you. What you are really seeing when you read that verse is you are seeing that Moses was going or was declaring, operating in the blessing that came from Yahweh, not the reputation that came from his past. So Moses had a reputation from his past. He got angry and he killed a man. He was part Egyptian. He was part Hebrew. Moses was a mixed up man. But when God said, or when Moses said to God, what should I say to these people that you are sending me to? And God said to him, you tell them that the I am has sent you. In other words, that Yahweh has sent you. So what we see right there is an absolute identity change that was occurring in Moses's life. When Moses experienced the burning bush that was on fire but not burning, that was a type of baptism by fire. Are you breathing? And so what we see is an identity change that was occurring with Moses. And it's the same thing for us if we choose it. Moses could have went to them and Moses could have said, hey, I came from this family. Hey, I came from the house of Pharaoh and I'm saying to you, you're going to be free. But that would not have done anything for him. Instead, Moses went to the people and he declared his new identity. And he was able to feel, fulfill what God had called him to do. If you don't embrace your identity in God, your new identity from God, guess what? You will never be able to embrace everything that God has for your life. The old needs to be washed away and the new needs to be bred. Breast. Embraced. I was thinking of dressed like a brand new Nicely tailored suit or dress. You need to dress, dress yourself with the new identity in Christ. Amen? Amen. Number two, wash away your sins. Wash away the dirtiness. Lorana talked about this uh, last week. Through the Son, Jesus Christ, our sins have been washed away. Acts twenty two sixteen 16 says this. And now why do you wait? Rise and be baptized and wash away your sins, calling on his name. Through Christ, our sins can be washed away. This means the effects of sin does not have to hinder us. In other words, through Christ, we do not have to be eternally damned. Through Christ, we do not have to be disconnected from the Father. Through Christ, we do not have to have this heavy and unclean burden that comes from certain choices that evolves around sin. Are you breathing this morning? That through Christ, we can be made clean. Dirtiness can be washed away. We can be a new creation that has been created by God and adopted into God's family. Amen? The control of sin does not have to bind us up and it does not have to imprison us. We do not have to choose sin because the Bible says we can do all things through Christ that strengthens us. 
when you read the context of that scripture, it's not talking about you having a supernatural ability to live out your wildest dreams. Literally, the context means you don't have to go keep sinning like you want sinning because through Jesus, you have the power to overcome sin and say, no, not today, Satan. Amen. I, they were dirty, so I didn't wear them today. I should have worn them. Lorana bought me some socks on her trip. Guess what they say? Not today, Satan. I should have worn those boogers today. I, I, I would have showed you my socks. Like today, Satan. Number three, powering up. So we will be baptized in the name of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit will power us. Acts 1-8. When the Holy Spirit comes upon you, you shall receive what? Power. Power. So power from the Holy Spirit can be another thing that we embrace. And there's two forms of it. The power of his fruit. What is his fruit? His fruit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. You find that in Galatians chapter 5, 22 through 23. But there's also another type of power, and I taught on it two or three months ago, and it's the gifts of the Spirit. So we're baptized in the name of the Father that represents an identity change. We're baptized in the name of the Son. It represents our sins that are washed away. We're baptized in the name of the Holy Ghost. Now we don't operate by a sinful nature, but we operate by the fruits of the Spirit, and we are empowered by the gifts of the Spirit to be a light unto the world so that we can save those who are not to God, to God, and therefore they will experience Jesus Christ just like we have. Amen. Thanks so much for joining us. We hope God spoke to you personally through this message and continues to encourage you throughout the coming weeks.